No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. This episode of the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast is brought to you by the Mech Tech Store. Hats, shirts, and more for mech fans everywhere. www.mechtech.net forward slash forums forward slash store for more details. Also brought to you by the Sunder Junkie Sunder 2 Mission Play Server in Mech Warrior 4 Mercs. www.sunderjunkies.com for more information. Hey, Mech Jock. Are you training for MWO? Are you looking for something more than that same old team battle all the time? If so, then check out the Sunder 2 Mission Play Server on Mech Match. But hang on tight, big boy. Because you'll be going up against the most experienced pilots around. Give it a try. You won't regret it. Brought to you by the Sunder Junkies and the MechTech MechWarrior 4 Mercs 3.1 free release. Tell them Nano sent ya. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. New Galaxy MechWare Podcast number 29. My name is Phil, and I'll be your host. It's May 16th, 2012, just a few days away from my birthday. Remember that, Darren. My shout-out is going to go to a special little thread I started on Facebook. To Kai Aliliao versus Chuck Norris. Who would win? Answer, get to it. Chuck Norris! That was very creative. I loved uh, reading all the responses. Yeah, so Darren, who do you have tonight? This is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil. Uh, my shout-outs tonight go to UC and Display. Uh, those are a couple of buddies of mine. We've been doing basically, ooh, we're somewhere around 36 hours straight of uh, Diablo 3. So uh, I agreed to this about two months ago and had no idea what I was getting into and probably won't ever do it again, but it's been interesting. Diablo crack. Good to go. Brandon, who do you have tonight? Uh, hello, this is Rand, also known as Patrick Hell, and tonight my shout-out's going to go to the live studio audience. We're nearing almost 60 people tonight. It's going to be good. Nice, and a little bit later recordings. Appreciate you guys' support. All right, Craig, who do you got tonight? I got nothing. You got nothing? Just, I got Just hate nothing. the world again? I'm no, depressed. No love <laughs> from Greg. And again, we'd like to welcome all of our new listeners and old listeners like you know darren and george and all that um and all you other old people out there don't worry i'll be old one day too but uh that just means you'll be like ancient by then so hey speaking of uh old and birthdays my birthday's shortly coming up here as well when is yours may 22nd yep wow mine's the 31st yeah yeah i'll be uh the big good month which i'm actually looking forward to um 
but the thing with it is is i'm gonna do my first full marathon when i turn 30. so i usually do halves but my first uh full so i'm sort of dreading that yeah it's it's two years away and i'm, I'm already dreading it so anyways. why are you waiting until 30 exactly just because I, I just picked a date uh, or a, an age said you know on my 30th birthday i'm gonna do my first full so i'm uh turning 40 so i'm gonna say the word marathon not unit <laughs> all right guys let's move on to and now for the news this is the no guts no galaxy news anything and everything ngng if you would like to get a unit unit sponsorship recruitment ad Go to our website, make a donation, any amount, send me an email, let me know what you want the ad to say, and we'll get you on here. Also a reminder that if you have a unit in uh, MWLL, MechWarrior 4, uh, getting ready for MWL, whatever whatever you might be uh, involved in Battletech MechWarrior related, uh, hop, hop onto our TeamSpeak. You can go to our website, nogutsnogalaxy.net, and you can get our info there and talk to Phil, Alex, or myself, and we'll get you set up. We have our international listeners back this week and quite an interesting turn of events. Um, down two spots at number five, Australia. They're still hanging in there, but down two spots. New, or actually moving up one to number four is Portugal. New at number three is Austria. New at number two is Japan. And new at number one, and this is uh, quite interesting, is Slovakia. Coming out of nowhere on that one. You know yeah. I'm, I'm, I still don't understand this. It's like, we do we have anybody in the live audience who's from Slovakia here? Can you can you X up for me? Anybody? I think we got to do a European tour. I'm I'm just saying, like, I'm wondering who's listening from us, and I'm wondering if we're gonna do like this David Hasselhoff thing where like we'll build up a <laughs> fan base, you know, and do you know? I don't know. Just I want the leather so jacket. <laughs> We need Darren to do a spread with his shirt off. Yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> well, I've got some pictures. Oh, my. If you have a community spotlight that you would like to bring to our attention, send a, your submission to spotlight at nogutsnogalaxy.net, and we will check it out and hopefully get it on the show here. Are you playing a tabletop game or a LAN game or anything in your area and you want to hang out with other Battletech Mech Warrior enthusiasts? Then contact us and we will mention it here in the news and hopefully get you uh, some more turnout. And finally, funding for this podcast is brought to you by you. This is a listener-supported podcast, and your donations keep us on the air and pay for such things as our hosting TeamSpeak 3, equipment, software, prizes, and our other projects. And that is the news today, Phil. All right, guys, moving on to Book of the Month discussion. Again, we're going to be talking about this May 30th, but the book again, if you missed it last time, was A Sword and the Dagger. It's actually a very unique book. It tells a backstory of sorts um very famous of the the doppelganger of hans davion so uh check it out and uh give it a read you've still got two more weeks and uh i liked it so just throwing that out there it's definitely different but uh give it a read all right guys we're gonna move on to mech of the week it's not just filler 
it's all killer. And now, this week's Mech of the Week. We've got the Wolverine. Yes, the iconic Wolverine made the highlights today, so we're going to be talking about that one. Now, the Wolverine is a medium battle mech, 55 tons, because they actually pretty decent speed at 86 kph uh, jump jets. So already it goes around 30 kph faster than the Hunchback and has jump jets. Just throwing that out there. The armament's actually set up um, pretty versatile. If we're talking about the WVR-6R, it's got an AC-5. It's got an SRM-6 and medium laser. Now, I've used the Wolverine in our tabletop, uh, in our campaign that we were having there. And I actually, yeah, quite effectively, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. and the thing with it was is... Um, I actually used a, a different variant that had a PBC on it. And... Um, one I was basically able to fire the PPC maneuver and jump jet but I definitely had to watch my um, my heat in it um, it's definitely built to be around a medium range to close range mech with the SRM-6 and their SRM-6 does a lot of damage so I would even go so far as to say this is one of your ideal type of mechs here um, of course you like the, the heavies that are maneuverable as well but um this basically is known for its versatility and being a jack of all trades. And uh, it's often used as a command mech for um, medium units. And obviously that's a role that you're comfortable with. Well, and I think the other thing that sort of pops out to me is, again, the older battle mechs having multiple different types of weapon systems. You've got two that are ammo based but you've got a ballistic and you have a missile and an energy and it's one of those things we've discussed in the past that I feel like that sort of was thrown to the wayside as Battletech progressed you know into the 3060s and whatnot you you saw a lot of symmetry in mechs you know I mean look at look at my you know Timberwolf two ER large two ER mediums two LRM20s and I just feel like some of these older mechs bring out Especially in the novels, the the mech wars actually had to know the, each different weapon system. But anyways, um, something I do want to touch on as well as the the original TRO artwork. Um, this is another one of those mechs that uh, BattleTech adopted from another line. This isn't from Robotech. I actually can't remember the name of it. I'm sure somebody will say in the audience there. But uh, I think because of that straight across adoption of the other artwork um there's elements of the artwork that are goofy now i love the look of the mech i always have i it was it's again it's one of those iconic mechs but i think we've talked before about like you know holding the ammo case in the other hand and uh you know kind of just kind of some goofy aspects of the mech is that what that is on the other hand the ammo case i'm assuming right it looks like I, it. No one ever knows. It's like an extra thing of ammo that it can reach across and plug in. It's like cassettes, but yeah, it never. never so that was the that. very immersion-breaking piece of the artwork for me, and, and the, the Wolverine is okay. Uh, like like you said, it's similar to the Shadowhawk in a lot of ways. Similar movement profile, similar tonnage. The cool thing uh, with this battle mech is. 
that as as the years progress and new units uh, as far as variants and their refit kits come out i mean not only was it a good mech to begin with but it just gets better and better and better um it was one of those designs that was able to be retrofitted and still fielded and uh again i used it used it very well actually i think i stayed in it um in the tabletop because my pilot had a uh energy specialty so i was even more deadly with the ppc um but it does suffer from one major thing and that's once ammo it's out it's yeah got a medium well, laser yep yep and uh we can talk about lasers and what i feel lasers are supposed to look like and be like later but uh, well it can also hit you over the head with the ammo case it could <laughs> or, or drop it and run away because the bear goes after the ammo. yeah Interesting thing is the uh, Shadowhawk has two lasers, but other than that, the armament is very similar. Both have an auto cannon, both have a missile launcher. With the uh, Shadowhawk favoring the long range missile compared to the Wolverine short range missile, but the Shadowhawk has the extra laser. Why would you pick the at least standard variant Wolverine over the other one? I think it could come down to price and availability. If you were to run a campaign and whatnot, there's a lot of things like that, small little nuances and whatnot. Um, the same reason I've drived, you know, that I've, I've driven certain cars in my lifetime. Availability, in you know, etc. Yeah, I mean, and then on on top of it all, um, you do have the fact that. It does have jump jets, so does the Shadow Hawk. So, and anyways, that'll be another mech. I'm sure the audience will pick. But there were some famous pilots that used them. Obviously, you read about them in the novels. Um, Salam Ward piloted a Star League era Wolverine for nearly her entire career, uh, from her early adventures with the Callahounds to the Battle of Lutheran, and then uh, was that a religious war? Luthien. Luthien, Lutheran. I always say Lutheran. I don't know why. I throw in an R. I've always said that. That's how it should be, anyways. <laughs> um, and then the Conjurer, aka Hellhound, is actually technically the Wolverine 2. Uh, 2C, I should say, not 2. So, yeah. just some interesting facts for you guys. So, check it out. It's actually a really good mech. Uh, relatively cheap as far as Seabill's cost. So, just throwing that out there. Yeah, I think it's definitely a staple of the Battletech universe. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we're going to move on to community questions this week. We've got Arden Sortek, and he asks, Do you think that there will be dynamic weather effects like heavy rain, fog, blizzards, that kind of thing in MWO? And he goes on to comment, I've always wanted to march my Warhammer through a torrential downpour. Also, how awesome would it be to use flamers in MWO to create smoke in impassable areas due to fire heat like that in the tabletop? Wow. That's a good question. Um, haven't they stated that they will be having weather effects in the game? Um, but, I mean, obviously it's Cry 3, so anything like rain, fog. The one thing I think would be really cool is if it is downpour and rain instead of just the rain effect you know like you'll see like the the particle effect on your screen of it coming down how about it actually like on your windshield or, or your mechs like you can I think fit, we probably you know, will see that actually I've seen that in games come out recently it shouldn't be uh, anything stressful in the Cry 3 engine I think it's definitely within their own possibility and I think they'll put that realistic touch in 
Someone just mentioned in our live audience, uh, Alpha Dead One, window wipers needed. Actually, if you read the novels extensively, they actually talk about how there's a built-in air pressure system that blows across the viewports. So even if there is rain or mud, it pretty much gets blown right off. So it's always clear, just in case. But I remember reading books that uh, covered that. So now mud there. would be a neat thing to see if it is raining. You know, do certain parts of ground get uh, are they more difficult to traverse? Do they slow your mech down? Are you more prone to falling? That kind of thing. Step Interesting to see if they if they do include mud into the game. Uh, if you fall, having it splash up, maybe temporarily bind you. Well, one thing I thought was unique is they're going for simulation, right? Which simulation entails that it's all about skill. Well, there's they say that per se, but what I think would be interesting if they threw in little mini games to when you did jump, that you know you had to keep your you know this little like icon or targeting reticle inside a little box or whatever and if you didn't keep that in that if you landed one you could fall on your face ever and... ever since you first brought that up i've been thinking about it and i i think that could be if it was done right i think that would be great you know like if you could keep it in the center maybe you could you can actually fire and as far as you know it prevents like jump sniping you you know if you can if you can master the skills at jumping keeping your reticle on target something like that i think it'd be really really cool and i guess i shouldn't use the word mini games um but something to the effect yeah of, uh, yeah uh, i totally agree a different reticle system uh you know balance uh, or i don't know just throwing almost like out. a gyro yeah gyro thing um they've always said too that this is a skill-based game you know and this is not a pay-to-win type of game it's skill-based so that totally falls right in line with that yeah just throwing yeah. that thing and it definitely falls in line with the Battletech universe. You reference the novels. A lot of times, when a pilot initiates a jump, especially if the, the chapter is being told from that pilot's perspective, they go out of their way to indicate how difficult the mech is to control going up on the way down. Uh, listing too far to one way or the other could cause damage to your mech on fall. You could, you could just topple over, pop an actuator. If you get hit in midair there's like a struggle to regain balance of your mech. I mean, all these things are definitely part of the mech piloting experience, but we haven't really seen them transition at least in a meaningful way into the game. That, yeah. That's not a very positive reaction to the term mini-games there. It's not yeah. like we're saying, uh, you know, you jump up into the air and you play a little game of solitaire to see if you land. No, it, and I think it would be, it's one of those things you'd have to do it very subtle you wouldn't want it to be the main focus, um, and you wouldn't want to take away the entire focus of the player when you're doing action. But just something that would benefit. And if you didn't, n- I don't know. It's just one of those things. But just throw. I still out think there. you should have to flare your jump jets before you land to soften the landing. Well, remember, we've talked about the the battle mechs and the computer system, the all that. The Battlemech computer system is smart, and, you know, I mean, we can talk about that more in detail later, um, but it's going to know when you're approaching or if you're approaching too fast and stuff. So, I mean, there's some things that I could, someone could argue, well, you don't need a minigame or blah, 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 because they developed So, but, uh, I don't know, it'd be maybe something cool later on, just throwing that out there. All right, guys, we're going to move it on to the MacWare Online segment, and something very cool to happen, we hit the 100,000 members 
mark registered as far as active on the forums. There's actually more that are registered, but they're not active on the forums. And we've got a picture that was linked, um, and we'll share that with our, our live audience for those who hadn't seen it. And it's a concept art of a catapult on sort of a um, lunar surface. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, just throwing that out there. It's my desktop. All right, guys, we're going to open it up on the table for questions from the live studio audience. And uh, what's going to happen right now is uh, you can ask a question. Darren's going to pick it. You'll unmute. Ask us the question. Mute back up and we'll proceed to probably. That is if anybody has a question. Anybody questions? Other than what drugs we're on. I'm high on life. <laughs> it's all right. Maybe you knew that uh, nobody had questions tonight, so you were subconsciously moving on. No, I'm still fighting a cold, so it probably sounds like I'm all fucked up right now. I'm fighting D3 delirium. Uh, Patrick, we're covering that later. Coffee, we're covering that later. Um, Gallos, African or European? Dude. All right, no <laughs> questions. Cool, we're moving on. So, all right. On to the other parts. We've got a pretty cool desktop image of the Jenner on an ice planet. And the cool thing is they did different desktop sizes, 1024 by 768, all the way up to 1920 by 1200. Um, I'll tell you actually, what, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to more of these. Yeah, I thought it was actually unique. Pretty simple, I'm sure, to do and capture whatnot in-game screenshot. Um, and I actually saw this at work, so uh, very, very cool. And uh, So all your work desktop computers have now switched to this image? Is that what you're no, trying to say? No, I actually still have the Warhammer uh, Shimmering Sword did for us on my desktop. All three of my, on my 42-inch and on both of my 22s. Just throwing that out there. All right, guys, we're going to be moving on to Ask the Devs 2 and their post. Now, there's a lot of information, and we're just going to hit on a few things. Um, One of the things was it was asked about the role of mechs and that given the fact that basically a lot of people don't play in lights and, you know, they, they say their focus wants to be, you know, mediums are the workhorses and how and why mediums would actually fill in that role um, and would people actually do it. Basically, uh, Paul answered to the effect of um, the mechs we had seen um, are all part of the initial release, but they're planning on you know releasing new ones in a schedule and blah blah blah. Um, all right, guys, we're gonna move on to Ask the Devs to um, a post, and it was pretty cool. Obviously, you ask on the forums, and now you get some of the answers to some of the questions. And the first first one was up by Victor Morrison, and basically he asked to the effect of um, in past experiences in Mac Warrior that people jumped into very quickly three different types of roles uh, a light recon mech 
a fast, heavy raider or huge assault. And uh, he pretty much said that mediums didn't really get used. And, you know, they, they were preaching mediums, you know, mediums were the workhorses. And he says, what would be the incentive of using it? Um, and, you know, uh, why wouldn't we see 10 assault or high-end heavies, you know, running around with just one scout? And Paul basically answered, and he said there, there's three main reasons. Um, the first one, the list of mechs we've seen so far, is just the initial set. We're going to see more. Um, so it isn't just going to be the Hunchback. Obviously, we know we've got the Hunchback. We've got the uh, Centurion. Um, they've mentioned a whole a bunch of other mediums on Facebook and their polls. Um, and then basically goes into saying that what you saw in the IGN video um, because Victor Morrison referenced it, was that the IGN videos were controlled demonstrations. Now, that being said, they were actually playing, but it wasn't like a play test where anybody and everything, you know, they, they just no holds bars. And uh, the third thing he was talking about is there's no, like, ideal setup and no do ideal loadout for these mechs. Like, everyone tries to min-max, everyone tries to find find their own niche, and that you'll see that when the game comes out, and you'll see, you know, through you know, other videos um, and, you know, he mentioned uh, you know, throwing on you know, someone wants to go all energy and someone tries to mix something up and um, what, when you guys read this uh, Brandon specifically, I mean did you did you see anybody else or anybody else bring up concerns about this? Um, not really. There was always a concern uh, in the community about everyone rushing to the Atlas, but I think recently with the amount of information given about the light and the medium, not to mention probably the cost with repairs uh, that's going to accompany the heavier mechs, I think we don't have very much fears about them being in very heavy demand. Now, uh, for, uh, for me, if this is the official release... I'm probably going to go with Cicada first, honestly. Really, why is that? Well, it's got the speed of a light mech, but a bit heavier on the firepower and a bit heavier on the armor, and uh, I definitely am attracted to the scout role, but I'm also going to want to be able to throw down. I don't want to have to sit back while the rest of my lance gets involved in heavy combat and just skirt the edges. I want to be able to get in there and throw down, too. So I think the... At least in the Cicada's case, that blend of speed. And, you know, it's not a heavy hitter, but it's a substantial amount of firepower. I think that blend is, is really going to come through for me. And, of course, I could be wrong, and maybe I'll upgrade to something else. But as far as a starter, I think that's probably where I'm going to be. Well, you guys remember back in MechWarrior 4, as far as the zone. MechWarrior 4, all the way to Mercs and whatnot. One of the things I saw in just regular gameplay as far as just pub warfare open matches and stuff really came down to if you hopped in there everyone was running around in heavies or assaults you rarely saw anyone in lights and or mediums and I think that's what the initial question was is in normal gameplay is the game itself going to lend to using the lights and mediums and because that's what they say there you know they say lights are going to have a purpose mediums are the workhorse and i guess his question was basically to the effect of are we going to see those you know and a key example would be mwll uh darren uh brandon you guys were there um 
utilizing the Shawcats. You know, we were actually known for we would run around in little wolf packs of them and organize. But it it was yeah with speed and maneuverability, and that helped, right? Yeah, I think as long as the gameplay is set up to uh, enable medium mechs to be effective, like MWLL is, then they'll absolutely be used, and there won't be an issue. I mean, it's just there's a certain it's a certain tactic you want the mobility but you also want some firepower no you're not a frontline mech like a heavy or an assault or something like that but you can get around so that you can avoid being shot and you can still deal enough damage where especially if it's focused fire with other mechs you're going to make a difference and so i think that's a a role that a lot of people like and it's a it's a hefty decision right because here you are if you're in a each each you know battle would be one life you're dropping which means what you take has a direct effect on what is going to occur and i think another concern was well why would i take a uh, medium or assault mech or let's say or medium or heavy mech when i could just go and assault because the assault pretty much has the same uh has more armor it's about the same speed someone brought that up with the hunchback you know you look at the hunchback versus atlas pretty much the same anyways they get into and you definitely have to look at is the speed and the firepower enough to give you a ba- you know basically the, the up on someone and we have yet to see sort of the mediums in that role so it'd be really cool to see videos of the possibly the centurion or future medium max utilizing their speed firepower to hit get in and get out or work as a group effectively and that's one thing I guess we'll just see when the time comes, but I'm definitely interested in it. It would be nice to see, like, two mediums owning a heavy or something like that. Yeah, most definitely. We've got another question was uh, if we're going to be able to create custom matches, and Brian's response was not at launch, post-launch, perhaps. So keep that in mind. I know some people are wondering about that, but you got to look at they're also doing a matchmaking system, so that might tend to... Just like uh, World of Tanks, if you wanted to play with some buddies, you what, you get in a little uh, platoon. Well, in here, you'd get in a lance with them, and you could drop and have some fun, right? So, boom, yep. there you have it. And if you want anything bigger than that, well, you have your merc units or faction units. So, And the other question was, how much will the act of customizing your mech cost, aside from the cost of parts, what should we expect from Mech Lab technical labor cost? And this is something that just sort of might blow your mind. Brian's response was none. But now you've planted the seed. What? Does it does anybody else get this? I'm excited. Well, I hope that the seed flowers because there really should be a cost to it. Yeah, this this goes back to you know, when we first started the podcast, it's the same thing I always said. Uh, over and over again, which is consequences, and I like them to the max. Uh, the more consequences for your actions, the better, in my opinion. And you know, like I, I want that detail, that level of um, making people no, just not charge blindly, stupid forward. Well, it's interesting because he said, you know, expect Mech Lab customizations. I'm wondering if. It won't cost you anything to customize, you know, uh, but you have to maybe purchase the weapons or stuff. But the repairs might be where they get you, right? You have to buy, you repair, and when all of a sudden it's done, 
repair cost of how much it's going to hurt your wallet. You know, how well you did, how well you, or how you didn't do well. So just throw that other. This, the, the whole consequences thing is actually a, a, something that, you know, I, I don't lose sleep over it, but as far as MWO goes, um, probably worries me the most. This is the thing that um, I feel they could screw up not maybe not from their point of view but from mine you know easily because they're trying to make things easy for the casual player or whatever it's a it's a tough balancing act right because you want to you want to keep the old hardcore fans right there you know at the edge of their seats and what they want but you do have to bring in a new populace to be able to understand and enjoy the game because at, at the end of the day if it's enjoyable it doesn't matter how much they change the battletech universe or MechWarrior. If the fans enjoy it, then it's, you know, that's I agree. So, uh, much like how we've talked about MechWarrior tactics, and people are like, oh, you know, they're they're getting away with blah, 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 this, or blah, 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 that, and then come to find out, they're actually doing something very similar as far as customization with the mechs, just like MWO. So... Mm, MechWarrior tactics. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Anyways, we got to move on, guys. We've got... Uh, there's also a Ask the Devs 3... Um, form so go ahead and get your questions in you, you might be picked you might not you never know so if you don't try you know eh. all right tonight there was a tweet chat and it was the mwo staff on twitter obviously tweets and uh we're gonna go through for those who weren't here we're gonna go through um the questions in a relatively quickly manner um and We'll talk about things that might pop out and be, you know, important as far as uh, the information. So, well, we I go. should say it probably a select few questions. Well, a select, not a handful of questions. I didn't manage to grab all of them. All right. So, so obviously, we know how many mechs are going to be um, at launch, right? No, we don't. No, we have no idea. What do you know? <laughs> Go on. Um, actually, basically, the question is how many? What there, should there be a limit to how many uh, a person can own um, right at launch, including variants? And basically, you're able to have dozens. Like they basically said, you can have as many mechs as you want, as long Correct. as you can afford them. Right there. Uh, official VOIP, um, so voiceover. You know, blah blah blah. Um, the basically they're looking at some software out there um, and they're exploring some stuff but uh, obviously we know we can use TS3 uh, I guess there you know some people have said it would be nice to have uh, have it in games so let's thumbs up that they're looking into it legging blown off legs Brian says to the effect legs cannot be blown off however you can do critical damage the leg becomes useless and the mech limps what wow. reactions? Wow, wow, wow. Do you like or do you not like? I'm thinking about it. Um, I mean, that that gets What's rid of the whole... Response? Say yes, no, you like, not like, go. <sighs> like I it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yes. Now, yeah, why, that's why I'm thinking about it, because are there any other, you know, outcomes of that decision but basically i mean that's a big complaint of every mech game you play is legging yep mech three remember shadow cat striders rolling around 12 uh er smalls mediums just doop doop don't have to worry about it right 
but you can effectively, if you take the time, you can still make someone um, be non. Uh, what is the word? Uh, not as efficient in the battle. You can. Yeah. They get legged. You can move on, and the battle could be taken someplace elsewhere. That's. Uh, I, I think my only complaint is that it takes away from some of the realism. You can blow off an arm. You can blow off a leg. But I think the um, positives in this case outweigh that by far. Do you know how many? How many people would be rolling? Well, they're still going to do it. You know, Goonswarm or others. I, I know you're there. You're listening. They'll be rolling around just like people just 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 to do it. So well, now the the issue is that there's really no. Yeah, you could leg someone, but it it'd probably at that point be quicker just to go for the torso and kill them. It would be a strategic thing, right? Like yeah, you leg someone and then the battle unfolds somewhere else. Therefore, that asset isn't going to be on there. You know. And right it makes there. sense, too, because you can't jump out of the cockpit and be in battle armor in this game. So um, there's nothing as frustrating as just laying on your side and totally not being able to participate in the battle. So it got rid of that whole rage thing. All right. And with this, uh, one of the things uh, we just had a live audience member say, and I'm quoting uh, Josh Davion. He says to the effect, legging should be allowed. Tabletop allows legging. You're fired. <laughs> well, but obviously the difficulty with that is that in the tabletop, it's a lot harder to hit a leg and shoot it off. Whereas in exactly. these video games, it's a lot easier. It's point and click. And so um, that's the issue. It's translating it. And it, it, I would love it if somehow they could make it so that it's much harder to hit. But then it takes away from other aspects of the gameplay. So it's really just finding that balance. And I think with all the solutions that I've ever seen, this comes closest to at least trying to solve it um, instead of just making that something that people go continue to be angry about all the time or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Here's how the thing even out. in the tabletop, if you leg someone, their mech isn't dead. I think the problem with uh, legging in a lot of the mech warrior games is that it effectively destroyed the mech. You know, yeah, you're staring in one direction, you can't do jack. As close to the tabletop as you're going to be able to get because even then you still have the ability to change your hex side facing. Uh, you could get up if you were taken down, but you probably were if you lost the leg, but you could stand back up, you could fire when prone, you could well, still be involved in the fighting. The only thing I can have in my mind right now is Monty Python in the night. Come back here, I'll bite your kneecaps off. <laughs> Anyways, it's, that's how and what he said, so let's move on. This is actually the next one is more pertinent to all of your Mac Guinness Very inside. important. To the words beta mean anything to you guys um because as all the questions about beta are you ready are you ready are you really ready live audience back where you're online canceled yeah <laughs> uh basically it says stay tuned for info soon as in next freaking week beta 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 that was, was that a was that a ladoo out of nowhere Sorry, I just I was thinking of the old, um, old show with that stupid tweaky thing. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. It, it was appropriate. Don't worry. Beta, beta, beta. <laughs> Great. Now I'm thinking about George fapping over. Never mind. Uh, no, no, dude. Just why? keep saying unit. I'm <laughs> through this bottle here. <laughs> unit. All right, another question was damage overflow on already destroyed parts. Brian says we're currently not allowing damage overflow as a form of balance. I like. Um, and thoughts on premium mechs. 
and there was some uh, uh, the there's some talk about this, but I think there are some really neat ideas, like notable named hero mechs. So basically, I think they're getting to the point where they might remember that idea I had about different variants. You know, maybe they have the Aiden Pride Timberwolf, you know, Black Widow, you know, Marauder and Warhammer. And what's going to be the most the popular the mech? <laughs> Yen the Wang. Everybody will have one. Well, that's fine. But Yen the Wang. If you Yen want to pay out the nose for that sort of thing, whatever. But Yen Lo Wang, when his father had it, Justin, or Yen Lo Wang, when Ka, uh, Victor souped it up and had a Gauss rifle and mask and everything on it? I mean, Why choose uh, one of each? <laughs> you can buy both, though. So. Hey, How about you know the gladi- gladiatorial shield that his daughter put on it? <laughs> I'm just I saying, want... with whatever it is, it would be nice to where you could even earn these with just you know, in-game currency that, you know, maybe they're just super expensive. You could spend the money and get extra. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I think all of the premium mechs should have the bounty hunter uh, camo on it, which is, you know, the dollar signs all over the mech. Money. All right. Question. How will matchmaking work? Brian says matchmaking will be limit limited at launch to basic pairings and evolve to class tonnage in a form of BV. And for those who don't know, BV is battle value. Basically, it rates a mech based on the mech, its weaponry, its loadout, engine, everything, um, and it becomes a number. It's good and bad because uh, a mech BV. It, it's hard because it doesn't also you know, uh, add into the effect, the pilot. It's so, not a perfect system, but no. yeah. But it's uh, it's a good basis, I guess. Um, we've got another question. Mech skins or the ability to color your mech to taste? Both skins and cameo. Wow, that says cameo. Camo <laughs> specs patterns are supported. Bad Brandon. You a cameo that, that would be... Direct, direct copy Canadians. It's camo. Just a, a big picture of uh, the Leals. <laughs> your um, and you're rolling out. And we've the seen this. standards of the Capelling Confederation. We've, we've seen this already. They've shown us in the, the, the one dev blog um, the basic understanding of how it's going to work. So I'm actually pretty excited by that. Next uh, question was starting mechs. Uh, players will get one free mech to start. They can choose from um, four one in each class, light, medium, heavy, and assault. So you wow. get to choose where you want to start. Which is cool. Didn't didn't see that coming. I did. Yeah, I kind of decided yeah, everybody'd start in the light. Shoehorned. You shouldn't be shoehorned in the light. Shoehorn. I believe in shoehorning. You shoehorn away. Shoehorn away. Well, you, I mean, they could have gone with it without any consequences. I mean, is a shoehorn everybody's like something in the that's light, in the Karma Sutra? Field, and then yes. you scale your... Uh, you scale your mech up. You yeah. Get the mediums and get mediums dominating. And it gives it a, a period of time for everybody to learn everything. I think what it is is that we are trained for the you start in the light and everybody's trying to get into the biggest, most powerful mech. And so that's why I kind of expected it that way. But since they're, you know, this is the role warfare, so that makes sense as far as that uh, model. I just want to pilot a drop ship. I think that would be the, the same. Hell yeah. Do do you do you you like feel like you sort of <laughs> feel 
can't even compose. Let's move sentence. on. I know. Oh, Stop your dog from you know humping your leg and get it out. I'm tired. Anyways, my point being, do you, do I'm you, sorry. You should be. Love you, buddy. So. So I think I think it's official now. FD needs to draw a picture of a commando like riding a dropship at or uh, nuclear bomb style, cowboy style, down at an atlas. Just wanted to feel the power between my legs. That sort of thing. All right. Is there plans to show graphically in game each different weapon as it's put into your loadout? And actually, the response was they already do a fair bit of this as they're adding more and more it'll be apparent more and more as the game goes along and that was one of the things we talked about last week um says how can i guarantee my lance will be able to play together eeg the random matchmaking and other games is annoying you can group together similar to a console party and then launch into a match as a group all i can say is i Oh man, I just hope to God it's not like the Battlefield 3 system because that is the biggest joke as far as playing with your friends. Hey, you're in a group. The League of Legends Too bad. System, it's so effective. Yeah. You just invite whoever you want. You can invite your lance mates all the time, and then you just launch the game, and that's done. There you have it. Will internal components be destroyable? Can I take out an enemy weapon system in the torso, destroying the location? Response. Yes, absolutely. That is the greatest tactic in dealing with enemies. Facing a hunchback, you know where to shoot. So, and we'll like destroy that. the weapons. Weapon systems destroyable. So, so far, say, say goodbye to your targeting reticle. Mech restrictions. Mechs are not limited to a house. However, their costs can be adjusted based on your allegiance. So, if you're Davion to get a mech that's from the Combine... Yeah, well, you can get one. It's just going to cost you more. So. It's the shipping. It always gets you in the end. Yeah, little peanuts. It's a lot of peanuts. Yep. And, of course, one of the other things is we had some new gameplay screenshots. Twelve, actually. They were added to the gallery, which you haven't checked out. Go ahead and do so. Um, obviously, those being um, of gameplay footage the dragon the dragon actually looks pretty damn cool i know man i'm seriously like contemplating i think the dragon may be my first mech i would take the ppc variant of the dragon the grand dragon but uh, i was never a big fan of the autocannon variant i thought you guys were just saying that you think everyone should start with a light mech and now you're jumping on the uh, mediums i'm I'm gonna be heavy doing it yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> we we are not individuals. We are sheeple. Sheeple. Bad. Fair enough. I I still just want the I still just want the Camaro with with no weapons. <laughs> the Camaro. It'll, yeah. It really wants to go start at the ground up. Than any of your <laughs> start at the ground up. You know, take the Camaro first, then you upgrade to an SUV, and then you get into the light mech. Start yeah, duct taping weapons. <laughs> All right, guys, we got interesting forum posts by the staff. Brian was asked uh, what to look for for a missile lock, and he said the big red circle is the lock. It's not instant. So obviously I'm sure there's a tune or something there. I think it was where everyone was looking for the gold crosses. Or the gold axe. Right, you're right, and that you read in the novels. 
And the next question basically pertained to uh, deformation of the terrain and trees and collision. And the response was from Brian. And he says, the terrain, the ground will never deform. So we won't have any of that, uh, what is it, um, red faction able to like plow through a, I don't know, mountainside. But he said trees will actually start to fall soon. So that's something they're working on. I like that. That's realistic. So cool. Um, yeah. Alex, no more F- grass or hover tanks banging into banks of trees and getting stuck there. Like we're really like. <laughs> the Same. next thing was Alex FD asked about the Jenner uh, cockpit, and basically the Jenner has visible side windows on the outside. They simply aren't in the concept gameplay and final art. And the final art naturally tends to diverge from the original concepts when necessary. So I think that's what someone was noticing was um, the screenshots of where the cockpit inside and then looking through. Someone was looking at the concept and looking, you know, they were like, huh? Where's... Because in the concept, the uh, generally has like one slit for a cockpit um, windshield. But in game, it's got like three at least you know just throwing yep. it out there totally All right. my immersion game's ruined yeah ruined I can't play anymore MechWare Tactics something that some of you may not have caught was there's a closed friends and family beta starting on May 22nd that was a that was a pleasant email to receive I wasn't expecting that indeed yeah. So if you haven't registered, make sure you go and register. The closed beta keys will be being sent out, um, and there's a thread about that. And obviously, reminders, they're asking for your feedback, asking for your questions at the forums. These guys are asking for it. Go and post them, you know, pros, cons, questions, whatever, rants. Um, And then I'm sure they'll take that information to heart because, you know, because they're asking for it. If they didn't give a shit, they wouldn't ask. Yep. Just throwing that out there. And Darren's met him, and he says they're cool, so... Eh. <laughs> he just throwing it out there. Mechwarrior Living Legends is still posting 5.7 screenshots, and they posted 6 through 8. Go check them out. Really cool stuff. Lear and the team, uh, he's cracking the whip. They're working on a lot of cool things. Obviously, you're seeing the effects of it. Um, so, go and play. Love screenshot number 8. Yeah, it's. I'm not looking. Which one is that? That's the one. Uh, shoot, I'm trying to remember what plane it is. I'm a bad fan. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, it's okay. You're gonna, you're gonna go find out. Uh, nothing from MechWarrior Tactical Command. So we're still wor- waiting for the Persona Studio guys. Um, hopefully, you guys are working your ass off. I'm sure you are. We've got Solaris Assault Tech now. Mech Tech. I I know we've been saying this for a while, but we are. Uh, talking to them but right now they can't talk with us right away because they've got stuff going on behind scenes and uh, I think they're quite busy and I guess I would rather them be busy not being able to talk than being able to talk and nothing going on so well I mean they're just they're having to do you know a lot of the evil necessities of this industry and um, but so it's it's hard and difficult in some ways but also it's the, the thing that makes it so in the end it'll all hopefully work out and we'll be able to 
uh, get that news as soon as they're ready to tell us. Yep. Don't forget about the NGNG Art and Fiction Contest number two. Um, the extension we put on it was May 23rd, so you still got an entire week, over a week, to make additions to your said work, changes. You can resubmit it, and also for those who don't know, go and check it out. Um, we've actually got some pretty cool uh, art entries and story, um, so it'll be up to the public to vote again to see who wins. But let's see uh, more art. I love seeing art. Some of you guys are amazing artists, so get your, get your stuff out there. And, of course, I'd like to ask you guys to give us a like on Facebook. We're so damn close to the 500 mark. So everyone listening right here, if you're on Facebook, log on real quick. Give us a like. Help us out. We're trying to get to 500. Spread it around like wildfire. Share us. It's the hit. Bribe people. Blackmail them. Get them to like us, too. It's the sci-fi hit. It's the sci-fi hit. It's, it's spreading everywhere. Um... And we've got 72 It's No listeners. Guts, No Galaxy podcast. Make sure you tell them that. No what? Guts, No Galaxy podcast on Facebook. Thank you, George. And we've got a link on our website. So, Yeah, but no one goes there. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Sorry. And I'd like, obviously, to thank uh, Darren, uh, who's been doing a shit ton of work behind the scenes, doing all the editing, and to everyone else who helps behind the scenes, all of our other staff members, and uh, appreciate the, the support. And of course, the fans. You guys are awesome. We keep the female happy. fans. They're even more awesome. Don't forget that. <laughs> there's no chicks on the internet, dude. I don't believe it. Oh, there's a lot of them. You've, never, play, you've never played Eve before. No, I don't play stupid games. He, he has, he's never played it, but he's a voice in one of the trailers. Oh, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. He's a voice in one of the trailers. He is, he's part of the Eve lore. Yeah, Shh, don't, but don't tell he's him. Not, he doesn't even know what the game is. The game's too hard. I, I can't play things anything harder than Minecraft. Dude, he's a you character. What'd you do? The one I said for, one sentence. The, what that was, was the awesome. latest event? Uh, FanFest or whatever? I don't know. Uh, Alex knows what it is. Alex, you there? No, our nope. Scotsman isn't here. He bailed. Great. Anyway, I basically uh, said something like, "Oh, you know, bring it in for you know analysis or something like that." I mean, it was completely crazy how intense my scene was. <laughs> but it's Actually, your voice. We have quite a few females and um, on our TS3. Um, I know GDL, and we've got. Um, actually, their announcement, they're no longer GDL. The Great Death Legion is actually, Ooh. they've changed. And I want to bring this up. The Death's Head Brigade. DHB. And, yeah, DHB. Now, they did this. Hand. Death's hand. Hand, sorry. Not oh, yes. head, oh, geez. You is, just got bitch slapped, man. Head is horrible. I mean, You I, got a hand to the face. So, one of the things with it is... And I was One of the to... things I want to do before I die is give Phil a good dope slap. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did I interrupt you again? <laughs> <Go ahead>. <laughs> <sighs> ah, old people. It's so sad. I know. Oh, I gotta go change my pants. Hold on. <laughs> hey, Alex is here again. Alex, what was that uh, Eve trailer that uh, Ledoux was in? What was that event Screw for? that stupid thing. <laughs> no, I just want... Because I want to tell Greg. Sorry, I'm, I'm Any, anyway. OCD. 
to to talk about the whole GDL switching, basically the leadership and the 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 player base over at that group. With the news of you know you're not able to use you know the lower units and blah blah blah, so they sat down and did sort of like what we did, Darren and, and Greg. We you know came up with a a merc name and here they are. So and actually there's other groups that have done in the past. We mentioned them, uh, the Ghost Bears and the Clan Wolf. And, but um, anyway, yeah, you know, if, if you're uh, one of these units that is having to change your name, let us know and we'll uh, mention it or something like that. Especially if you're one of the big ones that have been helping us yep and we actually have a few more units that i've set up in the past uh week or two um we got the uh before i mess it up the first blackburns raiders um they're on here and show up in numbers um just throwing that out there obviously we have dhb um i think there was one other group i just set up recently um, from Slovakia? Fuck. Italy? No. Alright, someone... guys. We appreciate your support. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy Mechware podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's very late show. This is Philip. This is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Catrick Hell. This is Greg. Until this next is the time. oldest guy in the room. Come on, don't forget the oldest guy in the room. Ledoo. I didn't say much. <laughs> But oh, here I am. Let me let me let me enter you in here, George. Anyway, there. I still like the idea. Look, if you have not contributed to No Guts No Galaxy, if you give these guys, I don't know, thousand dollars. No, that's probably too much. <laughs> if you give them like ten bucks, um, I will do any kind of phrase you want. As Duncan Fisher, obviously, I'd need your email. But you know, give me, give me, uh, give these guys some some love. They need it. They're they're lonely. Uh, but no, they're doing a good job here, and they really uh, they deserve some 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 change. So help <laughs> them out, and I'll help you out. You know, I, Vincent, one of the community guys, he used my voice on his on his phone now, and he's totally boring all his friends. So you can do that too. <laughs> you can be that person too. <laughs> Hey George, right. thank you. We appreciate that, and uh, I'll I'll chat with you either phone or email, and we can work out how to oh my God. how to do that. George, George, the dude ringtones. Oh my God! Oh yeah! Yes, do it. <laughs> All right, guys. official NGNG ringtones. Oh, also, uh, Greg, Here it's the Fan Fest cinematic trailer, and it's the guy that is talking to the guy that is in a spacesuit looking at something. Man, that is the Ladue. <laughs> it's like a minute, ten seconds, or something like that. And not that I was note, counting. I'd like to say happy birthday to Cryptonomous, aka Adam. And happy birthday, birthday, bud! And he's active in the community, so we appreciate you, bud, and uh, appreciate the work you did in the past too. Yep, yep. And that's it.
I said good day then. <laughs> good day, sir.